It is Wednesday. Wicked, wicked Wednesday. Wicked, 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 Catches me off guard. Coming up on today's show, there is a thing has too much sleep. What? Promises for every Christian and Bacon! Bacon! But first, it is December 19th and we have a few holidays to celebrate, don't we? We do. I have to tell you, with this first one, I always have to like look over it a couple times and go 1L, 2Ls. Okay, which one is it? It's Holly Day. Yeah. Not Holy Day. It's Holly, Holly Day. day. Yeah. I always have to remind myself. <coughs> yep. Because it's two very different things. So today's the day to deck the halls. With boughs of holly. So, funny story. Chris was like, I don't even know what that means. That Christmas carol I came on. I honestly was just thinking the same thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know what a bow of holly is? Like a Assume I know nothing. Okay. So, a bow of holly essentially would look like the garland okay. that you see. Okay. You know, the holly leaves and the berries and everything. That would be a bow. And the holly of leaves garland. are kind of like the pointy. Uh-huh. They come to like little points in yep. several places. Yep, okay. and they have the little berries. Gotcha. Typically little groups of three berries. Okay. Okay. So, you would get your bow of holly, you would decorate your halls and chris is like but why the hallways why am i putting holly down my hallways no like the city hall the town hall okay you know uh concert hall deck the halls with boughs of holly that doesn't make sense yeah decorate the prominent buildings in your town the image that i've always conjured up and still do is uh, Decking someone? No, no, no. no. I still, I still think of decorating, but I do think of a slim hallway. And for bows, I've always thought of as like bouquets. Oh. And so I'm just thinking like mashed up wads of holly. We're cramming in different. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in this free. corner boom, and in this corner. <laughs> no. <clears throat> so I had to had to explain that to Chris. Had to explain it to you. Apparently. Um, Pop quiz, what was uh what was Reliant K's first Christmas EP album titled? Holiday. No. Deck the halls, bruise your hand. Uh, <laughs> that's right, a good anyway. one. All right, second holiday. Uh look for an evergreen day. Listen, y'all, if you have waited until December nineteenth to get your Christmas tree, <laughs> you've waited a little too long. Is that what? Well, no. I don't know. Well. I don't know. That could be the perfect yeah, time to get it. No. Uh, if it's a live tree, that's true. Right, yeah. Because it only has less than a week to stay alive in yeah, your house. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's true. So this might be the but perfect what's, day for like, this. Like, what's the point of a Christmas tree if you only have it in your house for a week? There are some people that just have it for a week. The holiday's only one day, Mo. Listen, it is a season, a holiday season, and seasons typically last three months. So we're going to say this is a mini season because we only... Right, because you refuse to acknowledge it before Thanksgiving. Exactly. Um, <coughs> although, and you haven't even brought this up, have I you? haven't yet, no. <laughs> uh-huh. But this year, things had to change out of necessity because Me they too. were... They were uh, Surprising their family, they're going down to Thanksgiving, which we couldn't talk about on the show because yep. some of them listen. Surprise! But yeah, I wanted to bring it up yeah. that you already have your tree up, Mo, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah, 
but I couldn't do it. And it wasn't just my tree. Like, yeah, I had like, my village yeah, and everything. all of my decorations. You, you watched and... some Christmas movies. You're doing all kinds of Christmas-related junk. Yeah, because here's the thing. Once Hypocrite. you start pulling out the decorations... You kind of get in the mood, and you can't not watch Christmas movies or not listen to Christmas music. You want to know something, though, Matt? I'll go on air, and I'll say this. You want to know something? Do it. I have been in a much better mood (laughs) this year. Even though I've had some crazy emotional days, I've been in a much better mood this season, having already done the tree and decorated it and my sister-in-law actually said the same thing her she has two boys her oldest one begged her like the week before thanksgiving can we please decorate our tree and she gave in and said okay fine we'll decorate it he's five um so they decorated it and she said you know going into thanksgiving it's been less stressful having it up and already there and not with the oh the day after thanksgiving we got to get our tree out we got to get all of our decorations out and we got to do this (laughs) so i don't know matt i might be changed good good we'll see you next year (laughs) you can remind me then all right we have two more holidays national hard candy day yeah all about them wintergreen mints. original. <laughs> hey, those there's originals are good. They are probably the only hard candy that I like. Really? Yeah. What other hard candies are there? Peppermints. Uh, yeah, well, peppermints. I like the green ones. Do you like the green peppermint? The spearmint ones? No. You like the spearmint hard candies? No, if you're going to have a peppermint, if you're going to have a mint, you're going to have a peppermint. Yeah. See, I equate peppermints with the holidays. Yeah. So, like, if I get one at Sonic or whatever at any other time of the year, I don't want it. In July. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a uh, peppermint no. in July. I don't want to feel Christmassy in July. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I do usually in July. In fact, we watch, we usually watch Christmas movies in July. Really? Just for like a week. See, no, July a Christ- a Christ- is my birth month. So it's all about me in <laughs> well, July. I don't have any not movies. Christmas. Sorry. No, sorry. Hey, you know what? I got one. I actually asked Chris for a VCR so that we can watch the movie of my childhood. Okay. I'm like, I don't know where you're going. Movie of my childhood. It's called The Megan Tape. (laughs) That's what it's called. Before we recorded her, it had Mighty Ducks 2 on it. (laughs) Possibly. Possibly. But for like a year and a half of my life, my grandfather recorded everything. Really? So, yeah. But it has a lot of his voice on it. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be rough. Yeah. Uh, Are you done talking about your hard candy that you like? (laughs) Uh, Because it's also National Oatmeal Muffin Day. I don't think I've ever had an oatmeal muffin. No, I have. Really? not great. Had an oatmeal cookie. It's essentially the same no, it's process. Not. No, it's not. Why not? Because a muffin is like, it's more, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. A muffin is essentially like cake. A cookie is also similar to cake. In but the, see, I don't in think that a cookie is like cake. Not in the <clears throat> traditional sense of, I mean, a cookie is more crunchy. But it's still a lot of the same ingredients. It's going to have the same kind of flavor profile. So an oatmeal. Yeah, so uh, tell me how that happens. What? Cake, muffins, cookies, they all essentially have the same ingredients. How do we get three so very different things? Even a cupcake and a muffin. 
They are super different. Yeah, I mean, they have different... They have some different ingredients. I'm just talking about the base characteristics. Eggs, flour, whatever. Vanilla extract, stuff like that. A lot of the same flavor profile comes through in these kind of things. I beg to differ. And you can make some amazing cookies with cake mixes. I beg to differ. I have made some lemon cookies with a lemon cake mix that are phenomenal. Well, then they're more light and fluffy. Mm -hmm. They're softer. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still cookies. Cookies. All right. But yeah, oatmeal muffins, just plain oatmeal muffin. Nothing right home about. Doesn't need its own day. Sorry. Okay, well. Not a fan. Everybody Not skip. Not a fan. Banana nut muffin. muffin. Banana nut muffin. I'm all about a banana nut muffin. Blueberry muffins are my favorite. Mm, yeah, I guess. <gasps> Those are the traditional. Lemon poppy seed muffins mm, are phenomenal. I don't know if I've ever had one, but I feel like I should have. They're amazing. Because I love lemon cake things. Yeah. They're amazing. Like my favorite amazing. cake is one my grandmother used to make. She used to make a lemon Bunt cake. With chocolate icing. Oh, yeah. I've told you. I've told everybody. It's good. You know, you've only told me once, but I filed that away yeah. for like... Just in case I ever have to make him a cake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what kind to get. Lemon bunt, <coughs> chocolate icing. Mm-hmm. I got this. Okay. Are we ready for quote unquote? <laughs> I guess so. Go ahead. What? You sound like so... No, I was laughing depressed because that. No, I was laughing uh, because you're the one that had to spur us along this time. It's usually me oh. that's cutting you off to go to quote unquote. <laughs> All right, quote unquote. <laughs> Billy Graham says, "I am convinced or said, yeah, sorry, said. Uh, I am convinced." Now I'm sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Way to go, Mo. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Graham reminds us that I am convinced the greatest act of love we can ever perform for people is to tell them about God's love for them in Christ. David Jeremiah says, Generosity can be hard to find in today's world, and Christians ought to be leading the way to change that. Mm. Tim Keller says, The gospel must be used to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. Wow. (laughs) Yikes. Greg Laurie says, new believers need to be around older and more mature believers who will help to stabilize them. Older believers need to be around younger believers who will help to energize them. In short, we need each other. Uh, Jeez, I'm still stuck on Tim Keller's. That was a good one, yeah. (laughs) All right, it's onion, not onion time. Okay. I've got two headlines. One of them is real. One of them is phony. Mo's going to pick which one is real. You can play along at home. Here we go. Is which it real? One, which one of these is real? Okay. Number one, this little boy wrote an adorable letter to Santa asking him how it's possible that Prancer is still single. Or, it's the real me. Nigerian president denies dying and being replaced by a clone. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going with Nigerian president. Good job. You're doing Yay! good this week. Nigeria's president, uh, Muhammadu Bahari, has denied claims that he has died and been replaced by a Sudanese imposter clone, breaking his silence on a rumor that has circulated on social media now for months. Buhari, who is running for re-election in February, spent five months in Britain last year being treated for an undisclosed illness. One theory, one theory widely aired on social media 
and by some of his political opponents, was that he had been replaced by a lookalike from Sudan called Jubril. No evidence has been presented, but the videos making the claim have been viewed thousands of times on YouTube and Facebook. It's the real me, I assure you. I will soon celebrate my 75th, 6th, 76th birthday, and I will still go strong, Buhari told Nigerians in a town hall session in Poland on Sunday, where he was attending a conference when he was asked about being Jubril. Isn't that so weird? <coughs> like, no one would ever think, credibly think, Donald Trump died. And they sent a clone <laughs> to replace him. I don't know why you just said no one and ever. Because I'm sure someone at some point. <laughs> You're right. I was too inclusive. <laughs> no rational person should usually <laughs> come to this conclusion. <laughs> yeah. That I can agree with. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this was, but this was very widespread. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people came to this conclusion that had to there had to be some several smart thinking individuals in there. I, <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I don't know. I don't know about this world. I'm agreed. <laughs> How do you come to the conclusion that someone's a clone? I don't know. Like, was he just acting slightly <laughs> off? Because I'm thinking. So I'm thinking Santa Claus. Was it the second one? With the, Where he had the, clone, the clone? The, to- the toy clone. Yeah. yeah. And at first everything was good. It was all right. But then all of a sudden he was not so cool. <laughs> not so Santa-like. And that's when everybody was like, wait a minute, something's up. This isn't the real Santa. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering like. <laughs> something weird happened like that. Something weird had to have there's happened. Some, there's some funny comic that Benedict Cumberbatch was replaced by a, an alien that looked exactly like him that came down and said hello i am benedict cumberbatch i am here to work in human movies <laughs> uh, i just i just say something weird like that i'm gonna go home today <laughs> and i'm gonna act just slightly off and I'm going to carry this on until my family begins to wonder, did she die and was replaced by a clone? Just say things a little little different. Instead of going to the bathroom, say, I'm going to excrete. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Excretion complete. Yep. On, <laughs> on Topher's birthday tomorrow, I'll... Happy day of being born. <laughs> Happy day of happy living. Happy expulsion day. <laughs> the day we celebrate your expulsion from a uterus. <clears throat> My uterus. <laughs> My human uterus. <laughs> human female uterus. <laughs> uh, hello, human child. <laughs> Oh, my word. <laughs> it would be so good if I could pull that off, but I just don't think I have it in me. Uh. And then watch the Santa Claus, too, so that they're like, wait, maybe maybe this is real life. Maybe this is really happening right now. 
It's not really our mom! <laughs> oh my. That would be funny. Okay. We've gotten loopy here. It's Hip Hop Hump Day. We're playing the best rap and hip hop music from yesterday and today mixed in with our normal mix. Uh, when we come back, promises for every Christian. Promises, promises. A little, little happy. Stick around. No. <laughs> it's a good intro. Don't you know it's time to come back to the show? Time to come back. Top of the second hour for you. For you. <laughs> we got five random facts. Hit us, Mo. All right. Number one. Mary Toft, an English woman, became the center of considerable controversy when, in 1726, she convinced doctors that she had given birth to rabbits. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> <laughs> we have had crazy people in the world since at least 1726. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I want to know how far she went to convince these doctors. Was it the doctor that helped deliver the rabbits? <laughs> I don't think we should go down that road any further. Um, Next fact. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out whether or not she was related to the woman who wanted to marry a ghost. Do you remember her? <laughs> and that if he wanted to have babies. children, they would have ghost babies. They would be ethereal children. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Number two. Instead of autographs, Jonah Hill gives out business cards to his fans that say, I just met Jonah Hill. It was a total letdown. <laughs> <laughs> We should come up with those. I like that. Uh, if you weigh 150 pounds or 68 kilograms on the Earth, you would weigh only 25 pounds, 11 kilograms on the moon. Mm-hmm. So I go from being slightly overweight to dangerously under. Yeah. <laughs> but I would be an ideal weight up there. <laughs> 25 pounds? Oh, no. I would not be 25 pounds. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Rap rage is the anger and frustration felt when you are unable to open packages easily. Listen, I get this <laughs> totally. Totally. So I had a moment the other day where I realized I am 33 years old and I am still secretly unwrapping the gifts from my mom before <laughs> Christmas. My my reasoning has changed slightly, um, oh, but she sent us home from our trip with the Christmas gifts for the kids so that yeah. she doesn't have to worry about shipping them. And I've just been looking at those gifts because here's the thing. Mila has two gifts and each one of the boys only have one. Yeah. And so I've been looking at those gifts under that tree like... Are they going to be like, and it shouldn't even be about this, but. But as a mother, you think about these things. Yeah. 
I don't want hurt feelings on Christmas morning. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want like you Grandma know in their loves recovery. Me half as much as yep. Her. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I tore open the corner. It's taped like 50,000 times. (laughs) Tear open the other corner. I can't quite see what it is. I tear down the center. It's taped there too. Oh, I was so frustrated. And then I knew that the kids had already seen the wrapping paper. So it wasn't a matter of I can just unwrap it and rewrap it with different wrapping paper. (laughs) No, I had to keep this wrapping paper intact. Yep. It was definite wrap rage. 100%. 100%. 33 years old. Uh, I get it. If we're talking Christmas, I get it. Uh, my wife wraps presents beautifully. Mm-hmm. Gorgeously wrapped presents. But she does it tightly with tiny ribbons that will not just pop off. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there. She's got it going up ways and sideways, but the crisscross isn't in the middle. It's in the corner. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I can just slide this off. Nope. (sighs) Slide up this one. Nope. I need knives. I need every knife. (laughs) This has been been handcuffed inside this box by my crazy wife (sighs) and her dang professional grade wrapping. That's one of the best parts <laughs> for me about Christmas is wrapping the gifts. Because yeah. my very first job was in a customer service department store, and I got it as a temporary job as a gift wrapper. Mm-hmm. So I have all of this, as you said, professional Wrap grade knowledge, yeah. gift wrapping knowledge, right? But when I do it, like nobody takes joy in how pretty my gifts look under the tree. Nobody is like, hey, wow. Look at how nice and tight those edges are. They're all creased. Look at how the the seam perfectly lines up with the design. Right? You can't even tell. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, my wife's dad was like very intricate about it. And, yeah. she, and Deidre's telling me, you know, she remembers growing up every year he would be teaching her all the different little tricks on how to wrap certain things mm-hmm. and how the situation requires you to wrap it like this. Mm-hmm. And... and I remember the first year I had Christmas with them when we were still dating. Mm-hmm. I had wrapped their presents in comics from the newspaper. <laughs> and I got just railed by their, their what is that kind of thing? Don't you have wrapping paper? This is weird. This is Christmas. You're using old but newspapers. But it's so you. All right. But I never did it again. <laughs> because I felt so ostracized for my cheap garbage wrapping. Eh, yeah. It's you, Matt. You can wrap all my Christmas presents in comic strips. I'll well, think it's in I don't even I don't even wrap anything anymore. I wrap I dangerous presents. That's all I You gotta bag. I, ha- I have to. Gotta bag. Mm. Oh man. Um <coughs> that's funny. Oh, so this Christmas I want you to come to the tree before you guys open with a knife in each hand, just ready to go. And when Daedra asks, what are you doing? I'm coming prepared this year. <laughs> I'm just going to pre-cut all these ribbons of yours. <laughs> That's all. These steel-encased ribbons. <laughs> all right, last fact. Studies show that napping at work can boost your produ- productivity. 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 Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah, I've heard that before. Because I've experienced times. it. 
I slept here last week here at the church. You hear that, Highland? <laughs> Matt is sleeping on the job. I went into the youth room with their brand new television in there, put on a, a Hallmark movie, and <laughs> just conked out on their couch for a while. It was nice. Well, It was yeah. at least half an hour. And then I got up and I got to work, man. I wasn't dozing off. Hey. It was nice. <clears throat> but yeah, that's absolutely true. In the same vein, I mean, it's in the same way as when you're driving and you're feeling sleepy, you keep nodding off. They tell you to pull off onto the side of the road and sleep for 20 minutes. Ah. And then you won't have that problem for a while. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's the same idea. Yeah. Is that if you're not being productive, if you're dozing off, go prop yourself up in a bathroom stall, take a 20 minute nap, <laughs> come back to work. Yeah. Get her done, man. Whatever you got to do to get her done. When I worked, it was in the file room that that's where I would go nap. Yeah. And I'd just pull the rolly all the way to one side, just scooch all the way to the back wall, mm -hmm. sit down there, <laughs> nestled up against the file cabinet, take a quick oh, nap. Oh, man. All right. Artist update. Adam Agee is currently on tour with the Newsboys. Uh, technically Newsboys United, which is uh, basically the current Newsboys plus Peter Fuller and Phil Joel from classic Newsboys. Hmm. Uh, anyway, they have... Uh, uh, he's put his life on the line more than once this month, he said. He posted this week, not sure which is more dangerous, driving a tour bus through a blizzard or visiting Santa at the mall. Survived both in the last two days. <clears throat> do y'all do the Santa at the mall thing? Not really. Um, you know, we don't do Santa. Oh, so that's right. You're one of those Christians. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we still watch the Santa Claus movies and still, you know, talk about the spirit of Santa and, and what that means and what that looks like and how we can live it out in, in our daily lives. But I think... Even after we stopped doing Santa when the boys were little, we would still go see Santa and the boys would sit on his lap because it was still fun. Yeah. But Mila has never really gone to see Santa. We tried the first year and, you know, it was a whopping failure like most are. And ever since then, she hasn't had real interest in going to see Santa Claus. Oh. So, <clears throat> Like our kids go and, uh, yeah, the first, the first year he was a baby, Eli. And he was fine because he didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. Second year, he was bawling. Yeah. Third year, he loved it. And Johnny was bawling. <laughs> and, um, but he doesn't go, like, with the idea of telling, like, I gotta go tell Santa what I want for Christmas. Yeah. You know, they always ask because that's what they do. Yeah. When they're there. And he always says, you know, cars or something, not wheeled cars. But he just goes in and he just wants to see Santa. Just wants yeah. to see him. Yeah. It was really neat. That is cool. But it's, yeah, it's been a tradition with the Vassar family, and so yeah, we keep going with them. I could take it or leave it. Yeah. But I do have to say those pictures are pretty adorable. Pretty it is a adorable. Fun, a fun keepsake. <clears throat> but. All right. But, uh, yeah, it does get a little hectic, especially the closer you get to the holiday. Uh, yeah. Which, actually, I think they're going to try and do that today. Really? This afternoon, yeah. Well, I heard through the grapevine that the Harley Davidson Santa is better than the mall Santa. I have heard so, that as well. Yeah. yeah. I have heard that. Yep. 
So, anywho. <laughs> we're just talking about our own little thing. We're not even doing a show. We're just nope. talking. We're just Oh, top list. We got a top list. Yep. This mm-hmm. is from Desiring God. It says, when the cares of your heart are many, remember four great promises for every Christian. So, we're going to list these, discuss them a little bit. Okay. So, number one. God knows more than you do. Nah. <laughs> Isn't that a load off your mind? You know, first of all. so <coughs> to be the control freak that I am, <laughs> and I've really come a long way from what I used to be, but yeah. um, that is a load off to just know that I may not have it all figured out. I may not have it all planned out, but you know what? God does, and I just have to trust that. His ways are good. Right. You know? So. The, the whole uh, the whole thing comes up often with like Celebrate Recovery or other ministries where something's going wrong or somebody has to leave or we don't know if we're going to have funding. Mm-hmm. And I say the same thing every time. Also said the same thing about my personal life with our finances or needing a place to live or anything like that throughout mm-hmm. the years. God's provided. Every yeah. single time. So yep. why should I start worrying that he's not going to come through this time? Mm-hmm. So, yep. One way or another, even if it's not the way we were expecting. Yeah. God comes through. Hashtag truth. <laughs> All right. The second one is uh, even your worst trials are filled with his love. Mm-hmm. That I completely understand. Uh, uh, some of y'all know my testimony. Some of y'all don't. Um, but just couple small facts of it i went to jail for doing something stupid and i remember the day the 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 hour they were there in my apartment uh basically raiding all my junk looking for stuff uh i remember thinking this is good Mm. i remember thinking this is god stepping in and making sure i don't go any further down this road i don't want to be on yeah And, you know, so I immediately saw it as uh, God's love for me, even though I knew I had a bunch of crap coming my way for for a while. This is good. And I'm, you know, I was, I was almost relieved that it was happening, you Mm -hmm. know, because that meant God is forcing me now to get better. Yeah. And this is going to be the first step to that. And that's what happened. And now I'm perfect (laughs) right you have no faults at all (sighs) but uh gosh i'm much better off than i was oh that was a long time ago now too man that happened 12 years ago Hmm. over a decade ago it's kind of crazy man who knew who knew it who knew it (laughs) Do you have anything to add to that one, Mo? Uh, Worst trials filled with his love? No. <laughs> I don't want to air my dirty laundry. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> All right, number three. He will judge every offense and right every wrong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so those of you out there plotting revenge, mm-hmm. stop it. It's not your job. God will revenge for you. Though it's probably not going to be the way you want. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to uh, judge on the side of justice for all parties. Mm -hmm. 
And, and that includes the party that has offended you. <laughs> yeah. And his judgments always are going to try and ultimately bring people back to him. Mm-hmm. So if you're hoping that, number one, your enemy will uh, suffer, die, and then go to the bad place, that's not what God's going to try and do. It's not what he's about, people. <laughs> it's not... He's he's not about that life. Right. <laughs> yep. But that's good. You don't need to be the judge or the jury in anybody else's life unless you're an actual judge or, or jury member. Mm-hmm. In that case, it's your duty, I guess. But still. So I, I had an aha moment in this past week, and it ties along with this. Yeah. But we think about <laughs> God avenging evil, right? Mm-hmm. And when we think of that, we think of evil in the perspective of, like, Hitler or Stalin Mm -hmm. or, you know, someone who has done evil in our own lives or, you know, hurt us to an extreme degree or um, what have you. But the evil that God will avenge is Satan and his demons, those Mm -hmm. who directly attacked God. And went after God while in heaven. And everybody else, we were made in God's likeness. And it's his ultimate goal for, like you said, for us to come to him. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about it in that way, vengeance on another human probably isn't going to result in God (laughs) um, tearing them down with lightning bolts from his fingertips. (laughs) But for me, that was a moment of, oh, Okay, yeah. that's how I need to view my enemies as someone who is loved and adored by the same person that loves and adores me, mm-hmm. you know, in all of my wrongdoings. Especially if they're non-believers, you need to see them as, as PFCs, potential future Christians. <laughs> trying to figure out where you were going there. You want, you want to see them. Pretty freaking as, cool. As <laughs> people that that can be saved, can have a whole new, uh, basically personality. Yeah. Sprung out of their life. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Now if it's another believer, just punch them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they like, need to be being, held to a higher standard dumb. for yeah. Pete's sake. Just <laughs> put them in their place. <laughs> I mean, even the the sheep in the ninety nine that get left behind, you know, they're gonna have disagreements over what tuft of grass is theirs, and sometimes you just gotta headbutt a few fools. You, know? you just gotta duke it out, see who wins. <laughs> I mean, whoever's still standing, that grass is their grass. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, even when you want to give up, God will not. I really like that. Yeah, which, uh, oh boy, it's uh, it's easy to want to give up mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. 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 There are several days at the end of the day where I'm like, I could just get in a car and drive, <laughs> never look back. <laughs> uh. Luckily, God usually has a better handle on things than I do. There are several days (coughs) when I go to bed and lay my head on the pillow and go, if you want to take me now, Lord, I'm okay with it. You know what? 
I'm good. <laughs> I've had a good run. Let's just let's just wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing in the towel, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's hip hop hump day. We're playing a little bit more of the rap and hip hop from yesterday and today, mixed in with our music today when we come back. Wake up already. Oh my. Stick around. Musical interlude. Interlude. Woo. I'm so tired. <laughs> Here's the news. Ohio State students get a bacon vending machine. A what? Ohio State University students are being treated to an unusual snacking option for finals week thanks to a new bacon vending machine. The Ohio Pork Council, a trade group of Ohio pork producers, installed a vending machine at the College of Food, Agriculture, and environmental sciences that dispenses cooked, ready-to-eat Smithfield, Hormel, and Sugardale bacon. Proceeds from the machine, which charges a dollar for a strip of bacon or a handful of bacon bites, are being donated to the school's meat science program. I could, I could, <coughs> yep, I, I could get behind some this. Some street bacon. I think it'd be cool to have like a handful of bacon bits, like. <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's one step above the grain we get at the zoo to feed the ducks. <laughs> you put the coin in and When you corn say in your it hand. like that, Matt. I would like to put a dollar in. Please put the meat in my hand. Thank <laughs> you. All the bacon pieces I will eat. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you put it in that way. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. I, I want to know how they handle the grease aspect. Like, are these things pre-cooked and, like, packaged in a little thing? Is it kind of like that pizza vending machine that it, like, makes the pizza there and spits it out for you? There's a pizza vending machine? Oh, haven't you seen that before? No. Yeah, it makes a little pizza for you right there. You can choose it. it yeah. Like, quality-wise, it tastes like a I'm hungry. Pizza. Can we stop talking about food? <laughs> Please. All right, let's move on to the next story. <laughs> McDonald's. Is, no! preparing, is preparing to launch cheesy bacon fries Seriously? nationwide in 2019. Get ready, McDonald's fan, because the French fries are getting revamped. Beginning in 2019, the popular fast food chain will be adding cheesy bacon fries to their menu, according to Business Insider. A new item featuring a medium-sized order of McDonald's world-famous French fries will be offered with a melted cheddar cheese sauce and savory bacon bits sprinkled on top. <laughs> Yum. See, I don't know what it is about specifically McDonald's, mm-hmm. but like every time they do some new thing, I think to myself, why? I mean, they have a standard menu, the same central menu they've had since at least the 90s, of things that 90% of the people that come there are coming there for. Why are they venturing out and doing these weird things? I know nobody 
who goes to McDonald's and gets the glazed chicken tenders. They have glazed chicken tenders? Exactly. But they're hyping them. I know of nobody that went up there to get their mozzarella sticks when they had those. And nobody went up there to get the the uh, chicken wings they had. <coughs> Three for a dollar or something a couple years ago. Why are they doing all these weird things? Well, but see, here's the thing. I think. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, food good. <laughs> Shut up. Truth. Is that essentially your point? Truth. Um, but like these. So, okay. I have two points here. They had to start experimenting at some point. And uh-huh. they experimented with like the McRib. And that was a hit. Everybody loves the McRib. And they experimented with the McFlurry. And that also was a hit. That is always on their menu now. That is true. That is one of the things that I remember actually coming to fruition that stuck around. Yeah. What we have learned, and here's my second point, though, is unless they are going to add on the Mick to any of their new items, it's going to fail. McRib, McFlurry, McBacon Cheese Fries. No, see, I don't think I'm gonna poke a hole in your theory because they had because they had Mick Pizza, did they? And they had Mick Spaghetti. No, okay. I don't believe you. I'm Do googling you it. Google it right now. I'm googling These were it. Nationwide things, and they did not last. They also had the Mick DLT, which was a deluxe burger, and lettuce and tomato that came in a open clamshell thing where you keep your hot part hot. And your cold part cold. So the burger would be open faced and the hot part would be on one half, and the cold part would be in the other half, and it'd be cut off in the middle. So you'd have this giant thing and you have to assemble your sandwich together. What was that one <coughs> called? Huh? Oh. The Mick DLT. Mick DLT. What are you looking at? The Mick Skeddy. Mick Spaghetti. <laughs> Fun fact, that is still served in a couple of other countries. Ew. <laughs> uh, they also had the uh, Hawaiian burger. The hula burger. Hula burger. Which was, instead of a hamburger, there's a ring of pineapple. Other than that, it's made like a normal hamburger. Ketchup, mayonnaise. Or ketchup, mustard, pickles, onions. All on a pineapple. On a bun. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googling all these things all these things <laughs> as you're saying them. And they're kinda grody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Theory debunked. And then they had all the Arch Deluxe burgers. Remember the Arch Deluxe? No. Where their commercial campaign was literally kids won't like this. Like the one of the ads was a kid biting into an Arch Deluxe burger, going, "Ugh." <laughs> but was it geared more towards adults? Yeah, it was okay. like adult palated burgers, but it didn't e- the ad didn't even feature an adult eating it, going, "Mmm." It just featured a kid eating it, going, "Ugh." Ugh. Okay, so it was well something then. like kids won't understand or something. Like that. I'm like, "Come on, McDonald's! You can do better." Come than on, that. McDonald's. <clears throat> 
Oh, well. And then they had a burger called the Big and Tasty. Do you remember that? I do remember the Big, Big and, and Tasty. Tasty. I remember that one. <laughs> um, oh, I am not a fan of McDonald's burgers. Yeah. To be totally honest. I used to love their quarter pounders. Yeah. Until Where's this the other year. <laughs> there would be three other quarters, wouldn't there? Yes, uh, but you didn't have to point they... that out. You could have just let it go. Um, actually, when it's quarters, that means there's four pieces. Um, but this year, they're trying to compete with Wendy's, and so for their quarter pounder burgers, they do fresh, never frozen beef now, and they're disgusting. Hmm. It makes the burger greasy to where the bun itself is sopping, is sopping in grease. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same. There's no, like, they used more salt and pepper to flavor up the old patties, and they're not doing that as much this time. Or if they are, it's being covered up by grease, so there's less flavor to it. It's just garbage. I hate it. Maybe they're doing it wrong here in town. Maybe it's good everywhere else. Maybe. But I've tried it on three different occasions over the course of the last six months. Every single time, I'm like, this is disgusting. I just like the double cheeseburger. Yeah, that's what I'm back to, double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger. And I still rarely go there, but. I like McDonald's fries. Absolutely. That's really the only thing that keeps me going. I like their chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Nobody else has chicken nuggets like McDonald's has chicken nuggets. But I didn't like them until they went all white meat. Yeah. I did not like them when they had dark meat and white meat and it was a gamble what you were eating. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Matt, I'm starving. We've been talking about McDonald's for a while. Um, this isn't even the topic for the hour. <laughs> I hope the topic but has ha- nothing to do with But hold food. on. But I have one more thing I would say. No. The, the bacon cheese fries might actually work. And here's why I think so. Number one, <clears throat> Canada has been doing a poutine with their fries for a long time, which is gravy and cheese curds or whatever on top of fries. Um, and that's been very popular. And... I think it comes down to the saltiness of McDonald's fries. Like, you go to Wienerschnitzel, you can get a chili cheese fry. And they're great. But they don't salt their fries very well. I have had the opportunity to have a chili cheese fry and have a small order of McDonald's fries. And I have poured those on top. The saltiness mixed with the chili and the cheese Mm -hmm. kicks it up ten notches. Yeah, It is amazing. So, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see McDonald's do some chili cheese fries, frankly. Not ma- not bacon cheese fries? I'm okay with bacon cheese fries. But ah, I'm- but then again, bacon is pretty salty in and of itself. Yeah. And then you've got the saltiness of the fries. It may end up being too, too salty. much salty. Over salt. Okay, please, can we move on? <laughs> All right. Our topic... Cookies. No, okay. <laughs> no. I'm so hungry. <laughs> no, we're talking about sleep. <clears throat> and we're talking about getting too much of it. Hmm. Regularly getting a good night's sleep is incredibly important. And while you're sleeping, your body is sorting memories, cleaning out your brain, boosting your immune system, and otherwise recovering from the day. But there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. According to popular science, it's possible to sleep too much. It's hard to say exactly how much sleep you should get each night, but a new observational study of more than 
116,000 people across 21 countries hmm. finds that sleeping nine or more hours a night is correlated with a higher mortality risk. Wow. The sweet spot for healthy sleep habits, according to this data, seems to be the traditional six to eight hours each night that we have typically shot for for most of our lives, most people, between six and eight hours. Um, and but what's important to that is that that should include any daytime napping that you do. Hmm. You sh- if you sleep eight hours at night, don't you nap. You don't need to nap. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the new paper published uh, in the uh, European Heart Journal examined this data from the perspective uh, urban rural epidemiology study uh, followed individuals between ages 35 and 70 across the world, some of whom lived in high-income countries like Canada and Sweden, other whom lived in countries considered middle-income like Argentina and Turkey, and others who lived in countries considered to be low-income like Bangladesh and Pakistan. Uh, Over the course of the average 7.8 years, study participants answered follow-up questions about what time they went to bed and got up, whether they napped and for how long. They also answered general health questions about things like exercise rates, dietary patterns, and weight. And researchers then collected medical records and death certificates to track whether the subjects had major cardiac events like heart attacks or died during the study period. So they did their duty, their due diligence here from all walks of life. And they got as much information as possible. So this ain't no feeble study here. The researchers found both sleeping too much and sleeping too little to be associated with a higher likelihood of dying before the study was through. Across the world, participants who got less than six hours a day or more than eight hours a day were more likely to experience major cardiac events than participants who slept between six and eight hours a night. When the researchers adjusted the results for age and sex, they still found sleep duration to be a significant predictor. Sorry, I was trying to say predicator. I don't know why. Predictor of heart issues and all cause mortality. While adjusting for factors like physical activity, BMI, and diet did change results a bit, still the basic pattern a J shaped curve showing higher risk for short sleepers, low risk for moderate sleepers, and even higher risks for very long sleepers was the same. Uh, so while previous research has suggested that naps can be good for your health, a study found that napping was associated with worse outcomes if it put someone over the eight hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that like to sleep long hours. And there are a lot of people that like to nap a lot. And there are a lot of people who have short, short nights who think, oh, I'm going to catch up on sleep. Right. And in actuality, you're just doing double the damage to yourself Mm -hmm. by having a short night and then a long night, Mm -hmm. both of which are bad. Equally bad, it looks like, or nearly equally bad. (coughs) This this suggests that sleep duration per se may be associated with uh, increased risks, they write. Um, But casually, um, it cannot be definitively proven from this or other observational studies uh, and randomized studies of different sleep durations may be difficult to conduct. So we may never know for sure just how much risk we are taking upon ourselves. But it is clear that there is a correlation between sleeping too little, sleeping too long, and adverse health effects. Well then. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, mm-hmm. really. Well, what I was always told, and I'm, you know, I don't know if it's based in science or not, but I remember a doctor telling me, 
is you only need about eight hours and anything you're sleeping beyond that, your body's actually working to keep you asleep and you're just going to wake up more tired. Mm. Like you're doing yourself a disservice at that point. That also makes sense. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Well then. So, you know, sleep normal, folks. Right? Eight hours. <laughs> That's best best case scenario. All right, Matt. What's your favorite time of the day? Favorite time of the day. Ask us anything. Today's question is, what's your worst example of procrastination? Ooh. So I have a, I have a story, but I don't. I don't know that it's my worst example. I just know of it as one of my most memorable ones. Okay. When you were in school, did you do the book it reading challenge? No. I knew what it was. But no, I didn't do it. You didn't do it? For the the Pizza Hut pizza? Yeah, you get pizza. But I mean, you'd also... No. I didn't like to read when I was a kid. Which is why I forced it on my kids. Hmm. Well, at my Catholic school growing up, they made us do it. It was part of our assignments. And so, but we were allowed to read anything that was in the school library. Okay. And so we had goosebump books in the school uh, library. Okay. So I was like, dope. So I got a book. It was, uh, what was it? It was like, Stay Out of the Basement or something like that. And it featured uh, the hand, a grown man's hand coming out of the basement door. And it was, mm-hmm. it looked like, you know, it looked like Poison Ivy from Batman. It was just like green and had leaves and weeds and whatever coming out of it. Okay. <clears throat> to this day, that's all I know about the book. Hmm. But I had gotten to the point where, oh gosh, today's the day I was supposed to have read this book. And in order to prove that we read it, we had to write a one-page essay about what the book was about. Wow. Before they would give us the, recon- the recognition and the certificate or whatever yeah. to take the pizza. So I wrote and made up a complete story. About what that book was about. You lied. I lied. And I think if that's not what the real story was, it should have been. Because I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had it all, I have it all. Uh, I went back and like rewrote everything that I remembered writing down yeah. a couple years ago. I don't know where it's at now. But uh, it was for a blog post. But yeah, I mean, I went, I went all out on... Exactly how that story went. And you know the teacher ain't going to read that book. Right. To make sure. So I got an A. And I got my uh, my book at certificate and ate my pizza, y'all. You lie, lie, But yeah, I just, I just put that baby off. And then suddenly there was no time. Normally I'm pretty good with procrastination. Like, I need it. Like, I can't do a project five months out if yeah. it's five months away. Yeah. I need like that maybe two weeks depending on how big it is. Usually within the last few days. I'm yeah. like, okay, I guess we can do this now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I usually get an A. I'm the same way. I yeah. work better under the pressure of procrastination. I care more about it. Yeah. People always say it's under the pressure thing, but I think it's more about, you know, this is real now, so I'm going to focus and I'm going to pay attention and yeah. get it done. Yeah. So I think <laughs> worst example of procrastination came what was it four no maybe just two years ago when the big stomach bug hit oh and uh took out our entire church yeah everybody and 
we had not had we gone somewhere for thanksgiving that year no no we didn't i don't remember what we did but for whatever reason chris and i had dropped the ball on buying christmas presents right (laughs) and we got so sick the week of christmas i think we got sick on the 23rd yeah um and then christmas eve rolls around and we're like we're still dying but we're like crap we have no presents and tomorrow is christmas and our kids are fine they're gonna wake up ready to do christmas but they're not gonna have any presents under the tree we gotta go get christmas presents (laughs) so the agreement was that chris would drive as long as i went in and bought the gifts he didn't even go in with you no i didn't know that no that's hilarious so We drive to Walmart, and what takes a whopping five minutes, I feel like, took a good 20. (laughs) And I walked around that store for three hours and only got three gifts, one for each of the kids. (laughs) And I can remember walking around, like... And just being in a cloud almost, you know, not able to focus on anything, not able to process what was around me, focusing on the fact that I am going to spew all over this <laughs> aisle in about two seconds. And then going through, you know how when you're, you've got the flu, you get really hot and then you get freezing cold and then you get really hot and you get, yeah. <laughs> it was worst ever procrastination ever, 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 ever. <laughs> So we woke up on Christmas morning completely fine. It had passed that night, but the kids the had... The kids were now sick, right? No, oh. no, but the kids had stockings and one gift, and we had to tell them, listen, guys, we're so sorry. We dropped the ball. We will go to Lubbock tomorrow, and you guys can pick more Christmas gifts, but this is what it is today <laughs> and thankfully our kids are really good about it's okay it's all right we you know we understand but yeah that was worst ever procrastination but i get it because that stomach bug was intense it was bad that was like the worst stomach bug i recall having ever. and it started as it always does with your family your extended family yeah but then (coughs) the delivering of cookies which we all knew one of those families who handled those cookies had been deathly sick (laughs) and was there delivering the cookies but and then the whole church gets sick no 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 most of the church was already sick before that no no no, and then after that the only people to get sick would be from our church. Well, those cookies go out to all these other places and none of them got sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way to defend I'm your family, I'm sorry. Matt. Most of it had to have come through the nursery like it always does. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was brutal. And then last year, so that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then last year, I got sick on my favorite night in December, which is doing the hot chocolate handout for the parade people. I got sick that night with the stomach bug last year. And then everybody else in the church got it and everybody else in my family got it. And then I got it again on Christmas. I remember Two days before Christmas. Yep. And so, yeah, last year stunk too. So if we can just make it through Christmas this year. I think think I have high hopes. 
<laughs> oh goodness. It is Hip Hop Hump Day. We're playing a little bit more of the rap and hip hop from yesterday and today. Mixed in this morning. Uh, stick around. We're going to be back in a little while. We'll close out the show. Rounding out the show today with your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Luke 1, 76 through 77. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. And our thought for the day comes from Fran McKibben. She says, Christmas is a gift of love wrapped in human flesh and tied securely with the strong promises of God. It is more than words can tell, for it is a matter for the heart to receive, believe, and understand. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bitch mashed together, mashed together just like into words. a podcast <laughs> at backrowradio.com, Google Podcasts, Play Store, whatever, <laughs> Apple, Junk, iTunes, Podcasts, all those places. And lastly, we're still in our 12 <laughs> nights of Christmas. Through the 23rd from 5 p.m. through 1 a.m. Eastern, we're playing eight hours straight of our favorite Christmas music. And just like our normal lineup, we've got Christmas music from Christian artists of every genre from 95 to now. Whether you're hosting a party, driving around light looking, or wrapping gifts for the big day, let us be your holiday soundtrack. Hey, Mo. Hey, Matt. Final word. I'm angry. <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.